Hey, happy new year, Mr. Birch. Yeah, welcome back, 2020, blimey. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you got any new year's resolutions? No, I'm pretty much perfect already. Ah, you know what, I think maybe, maybe for 2020 you should stop doing the Keanu Reeves impressions. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm sorry, are you giving me pointers on how I can improve? Uh, and I'm yeah, just, yeah. It's I not think on, just, when it comes to that, yeah. no, it's not just me doing the whole impressions all the time. You do them too. So I'll tell you what. I, I don't I'll think, tell you what. I don't think I do. I'll tell you what. I promise I'll quit the Keanu impersonations if you quit doing doing all the stuff that you like. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Went and saw the gentleman okay. this week. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We reviewed yeah. that last Matthew time. Yeah. How's yeah. in that film? Uh, and and yeah. is it is it any good? It's all right. It's it's. Mm. Or, 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 right? It's all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Why? Okay. Oh, I can't help myself. Yes, he's doing Keanu Reeves impersonations all this year. Mm, damn you, bitch. Welcome to the January Poo Way Happy New Year of the podcast. That's a very long title. I'm not going to be able to type all of that in. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can do yeah. a bagpipe impersonation. First either. one of 2020. Yeah, wow, blimey. For oh, real, because we obviously we definitely did a previous podcast covering the trailers for January, which we definitely, definitely recorded in Yeah, don't, no, look, don't, look, just let's <clears> not get into time. We've yep. got, ordinarily, I would take this as a complete segue to do an entirely, elaborately set up time travel joke, which, by the way, people still wonder how we do them, and uh, the answer is editing. Um, but we've got loads to cover. We've got, I've seen loads of films. Loads of Loads films. of films. I've seen one, two, three. I've seen four films in the last four weeks. And that, that's actually, that's, that's your target. I know. <laughs> you, you've made it. I know. Well I'm done. So, I know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so Very impressed. Um, I, one was complete. Anyway, I'm going to come back to them later on. We've also yep. got to cover um, who's won the Fantasy Film League because yes. we have, during our tea break, we've just typed the scores in and Whopper is currently Literally. going. Whopper's currently chewing the numbers and it'll spit out a little punch card in a minute. And we can cover mm. that. We can do that live. Yes. We also need to cover what's new for 2020 because we've made some changes which are very important if you're playing the game. Mm -hmm. And if you're not playing the game, why are you listening to this podcast? Mm. And that's it. But I think think that's going to... Oh, no, no. We've got to talk about Patreon as well. Oh, of course. So we need to crack on. So... uh, Okay, before we go actually any further, what is our official news jingle for 2020? Are we going EDM or are we going classic? I'll tell you what, you know, let's let's just roll the dice and see what comes out. This is the news classic. Yes. Right. We've made some changes. Yes. So you've made some cosmetic changes. So yeah, some real changes. So so actually this was I was quite pleased. This was the first year where the new season of the FFL rolled round and I didn't have to wake up at midnight. Panic. Type a load of stuff into Whopper, delete a load of old stuff, do a load of updates and, and all this sort of stuff. Uh, I've actually, some of the back, you know, I've been talking uh, the sort of, like, through the second half of 2019 about all the back end stuff. This year, it just seamlessly you went over. It. it just... You didn't, you didn't seem, you crowned it on like the 19th no, 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 of February. No, 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 no. Nope. Or December. Nope. 
No, it just it just seamlessly rolled over. So cool. Um, as we're sitting here, you can go and look at your 2019 final results. Well, very we'll, shortly, we'll, you can yeah. see like the pre- the, the penultimate week. Um, uh, but you can start putting in your 2020 films um, uh, at the same time. So it's 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 work. I'm just like super happy because previously, uh, for the whole first week of the game. Basically, it was a bit of a most crunch. of the pages would crash if you went and like looked at the league tables. We All are a of professional that's working. Operation here. Finally, after I think this is now our seventh season. Yes. Uh, in, oh, the reboot. The, of, yeah. of the reboot. Uh, it's it's finally working smoothly on the transition. One of the big things that we did for last year was the so-called one and done. So we've got two types yes. of players really on the FFL. We've got people who just want to put a cast in and just let it burn for the entire year. I tried that and I kind of didn't do very well, to be honest with you. Or you can be a super duper hardcore player and you can kind of go in every week and change your cast and swap it around and, and be in it to win it and try and make break the one billion and win the game. So the one and done was kind of, kind of, kind of, crowbarred in last year but now it acts it has this, its own page right it, yeah so since since we last talked about this it now on your dashboard and i you know, i rejigged the dashboard to show uh both uh producer mode and classic mode and next to each other and you can see how you're doing in both games and now but now uh not only that there's a there's an actual proper league table button or leaderboard that you can go click show me the leaderboard and it will show you the one and done leaderboard so just uh, to clarify one and done is you put your cast in at the beginning of the the year or your time playing the game, and then you leave it. You leave it yep. to run for the entire year. It's the slow and then burn. It's the slow burner. Now you can also you can if you want to you can get other films and you can have up to three fantasy films yes. running at any yep. one time. But your first one, but is if your one you and trash, number. if you if you suddenly start playing it and you suddenly kind of thinking actually I'm gonna play this to win if you touch your one and done cast it's absolutely fine you will come out of the one and done league and you'll be playing the main game so you can play both games so you can only have two films running in the producer section and have your one and done which means you're probably not going to win but you're probably going to play the game or you can decide to be in both now there are some people who are extremely keen players you can tell who the keen ones are because they got a little star by their name but we'll come back to that later on um they've just got two email addresses and they'll play one with one and done and one with a player you can do that that's absolutely fine um that is the official ffl way of playing both games to the max as we have stated many many times before we're not scraping your data we're not selling your email addresses we're not demographically profiling you for advertisers um we it'd be great to know who you guys are but it's not something that it's only because we're interested in the data we're not interested in anything else so yeah go ahead put in a second uh, account if you want to and play the game um but yeah so that's kind of one and done so we what we'll do is we'll also cover who's winning the one and done and we'll probably cover it every few every three or four months yeah and then we'll take it there and then we'll see because that's the, the rate we'll which that game kind of it's plays a out. slower yeah. burn game yeah but so will you get a one and if you're a one and done you'll still get the updates because you'll still get your email every week from it the will fantasy email film league every week. and it'll tell you your score yes and obviously you if you're are, only and, playing yep. one and one one and done it'll have the score but if you're playing a hybrid game where you've got two films in the producer and one and done it'll give you a total score so you'll need yes. to go into your dashboard click and see how well you're doing yes. on each one so it's yeah, yeah. important to go into your dashboard every yes, week indeed. so you can see that you've made 100 million fuffle books but you made 60 here and 40 there or yep. whatever it might and be you can see both standings next to each other yep cool okay so that's, that's good it. so we'll continue probably to make minor adjustments as we go i'm going to probably sit down with a, a large cup of coffee um, <laughs> and i'm going to go through the i'm going to do a bit of a repricing so i'm going to do that randomly throughout the year so whilst the 
the people who were in Star Wars at the moment are very expensive. You'll probably find that their cost starts to tail off as they are not making more Star Wars films with the with the current cast and they're yeah. off doing other things. Um, well, so that's it, isn't it? Well, well maybe we should talk about Star Wars. I'll come back to that later to on. It, yeah. um, so there's going to be fluctuations in, as the year goes by. So, for example, we have a Fast and Furious film coming out this year, which means that everyone in that's going to make a gazillion fuffle bucks so you'll see that their price will creep up and if you decide to buy vin diesel the day before the film opens he's going to be more more expensive than if you decide to buy him the month before the film opens so there are going to be fluctuations um yeah that's the thing the other thing we talk about is very important is scoring we've changed the scoring system uh, as got, requested by oh, oh, massive rule change now we've right. already we're going to tweet I think, no, about I think, this yeah i think we we're probably going to need to make sure we put in that proper reality tv 10 seconds of silence between <gasps> oh, announcing can we, oh can we do that and the end i yeah, love yeah, that yeah, can we yeah. can we have one of those underneath as well because uh, 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 we'll see what we can I, do i can do it here okay okay so right. the rule change is It's it's a big rule change. <laughs> no, shh, shh, drama, drama. Shh, sorry, it's coming up. It's a very long pause. I don't like these long pauses. They just they annoy me. The rule changes we're changing the uh, scores you get for uh, hey isn't that scores and voice scores. Yes, up Ta-da. from ten percent. So yeah, it used to be ten percent. So the reason we dropped the voice scores and voice scores, by the way, are people who are voicing animated characters in animated movies or people who are voicing CGI characters in. So everyone the, in the Lion King. Everyone in the Lion King would be a voice. Um, Thanos in Avengers was, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's a different story. Um, generally, anything Andy Circus does um, and and cartoons. So the reason yep. we did it is that originally we we price them the same as a as a top billing and because cartoons generally stay around longer because of the nature that people will go and see it multiple times and, and kids they were they were unbalanced so we knocked it down and we knocked down hey isn't that which is a cameo or a blink and you'll miss them or Gemma chan in a film um and voice things down to 10 percent. so basically they will make 10 percent of the normal top billing price we're going to bump it up to 25%. Oh, feel that, 25%. So, mm. for example, you would get 3 million fuffle bucks for having a top billing person at number one in the box office. That is correct, yeah. If they were in that movie, if they were a supporting cast, they would get 1.5 million for yep. being number one. And if they were a hey, isn't that, or they were a voice, they will now get 750,000 fuffle bucks for being number one. Correct. So it's it's a it's a half and then half again so it, it's a nice yep. way of evening it out it does mean that you can now potentially make profit from people who are in that score well, or you, you stand some chance of making profit you compared do. to compared to before. before so i think if we may have if overdone it slightly if they're cheap if right. they're cheap or they do a lot of voice work so for example mm. this month tom holland is turning up in a lot of animated things mm. this year and he's turning up in films. So Tom Holland could be a really good choice because he turns up in normal films, like live action movies, and he will also turn up doing voice stuff. So the voice stuff is all kind of icing on the cake. Um, Spies in Disguise, which I I'm, I'm, I saw this week, I'll talk about later on, is a very good example of that because you've got big name cast and big name stars doing voices in these films. And therefore it's it's bonus fuffle for you all the way. So that's going to change. That's going to change from today. So now you've now got that. So you need to think about that if you're playing one and done because you need to look at who's doing other voice work. And if you're obviously you're looking to drop in filler, 
then you also need to to look at the voice cast as well. Oh, Tom Holland, not Tom Hollander. No, God, you always you make a constant mistake between Tom Holland and Tom Hollander. I wonder why. It's as if their names are almost identical. <laughs> well, they're almost identical, except one of them is a little bit confused about it. Tom Holland. Uh... Tom Holland. Yeah. And he shows no, picture. I, no, and I know. I know. Tom Holland. I know what they look like. Yeah. I know who they but are. As you know, I just see these these guys as numbers, right? I'm continually <laughs> just, you know, it's the matrix inside my head, basically. True. True. It's, it's difficult. So they're the two things. Mm. So one and done's now its own separate totally thing official. that you can play. Totally official. We can't test it. It seems to have been quite popular last year. And then we've adjusted the scoring to make it all a little bit more realistic. We won't... We'll Give people a bit more option. There's yeah. actually a bit more nuance now in there the is. game. Now, we won't change the scoring amounts again until the end of 2020 because we'll let the entire game run. But as yep. I said, the prices of people will fluctuate. Because voice was new basis. last year, right? Voice that was, was new a last new year, yeah. introduction, and that was based off of the back of certain uh, Thanos-related stuff. Yeah, 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 things yeah, yeah, in yeah. 2018. Um, so the other thing that we talk about is that if you look on the leaderboard now, you'll see that there are some... Uh, players who have a little star by their name. Oh, yeah. So that's shiny. It's very shiny. It's very nice. Um, so we have decided to go on to Patreon. So as you may know, again, long-time listeners will know that we've been running this game basically for a giggle. Ever. And we're running it forever <laughs> as a giggle. Um, it doesn't cost us an awful lot to run. It costs us, you know, uh, uh, well, a couple of beers every, every so often. But um, not a huge amount of money. But we decided to go on Patreon. So if you want to support us, you can go on to Patreon and you can support us. And a lot of other podcasts do this. And we oh, thought and, we'd give and it a we try. And we should note that it was actually one of the players, uh, perhaps a million, who said, it, it was. guys... I love the game. I can don't I, want you to go away. Can I can I show my appreciation financially like through something like Patreon? We were like, uh Okay. Uh, uh all right. <laughs> so we, we kind of put it on and yeah. and basically what it is is you can give us some money every month if you want to. Um you can either give us one dollar, three dollars or five dollars, uh whatever you feel like that's obviously US dollars. Um it doesn't you don't get anything for it you don't get any advantage you don't get from a any, gameplay point, a game of, view, point of view there will never be no. play to uh pay pay no. for win and that on is the absolute yeah. so you won't get a bump you don't get extra fuffle books you don't get extra slots you don't get extra nothing you don't get extra game stuff now we will probably allow we might do early release stuff for data we may do a little bit of extra audio stuff for our patrons yeah but some, again, some some perks, some behind the scenes, and the star, stuff. the star and is just a little the perk, star, and it's just a, totally a way of it, us yeah. just saying thank you. You are a you are a top, you are uh, a top player. lovely and, person, and, yeah, <laughs> and we really appreciate that. So we've we've already got three who we're going to do a call out today. Um, we'll do that at the end of the show. Yep. Um, and then yeah, so the only way that you can basically make your fuffle box is either through playing the game and generating money from the income from the stars that you make. And there's also a little bump that you get if you trigger some of our trophies. Mm. And the trophies are usually are all performance-based trophies. So mm-hmm. they're all, you know, you've earned so much in a month or you've released so many films or you've managed to be the top earner. And you get a little extra bump for that. Yep. But th- that's the only way. There's no way. If you give us money, we do not give you Fufflebox. Although, actually, to be honest with you, let's not let's not close that door completely i mean it depends how much money you want to give us i think if we do a standard dollar to fuffle book exchange rate rate. yeah Yeah. so if you give us one million dollars we'll give you one million fuffle bucks how's that dollars dollars for fuffle dollars for fuffle bucks and i think that's fine but 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 the minimum purchase is one million yes um and i think that's pretty much gonna 
I think that's I think, I think that's, that's fair. fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so basically, yeah. So it is pay to play, but you need to be a billionaire. Otherwise, there's no point. <laughs> um, but yeah. But no, in all seriousness, then that's that's the way that we run the game. We've always decided that the game will be free. Um, being a patron just allows us to do a little bit extra. It allows us to cover the costs of, of running the site, which we're obviously we host. It covers Mr. Smith's time because he's coded this completely in his spare time. Um, it covers occasionally it might cover a a trip out for the team or um that kind of stuff but you know if it's great if you can if you can support us that's great that's fantastic and if you can't then just play the game for free we yep. just it's great to tell have your you friends, along tell your friends along. the best thing that you can do is just yeah. drag your mates into this um you can do mini leagues don't forget the mini yes. leagues are still there so if you do want to take on if you do want to you know have a work league and take on just your people your yep. dashboard will actually show you how well you're doing against Janice in accounts and the guy who works opposite you as well as a general league so you can make this Janice in accounts username mighty avenger 17 mighty, mighty avenger 62 um yeah you you can do that and that's absolutely fine so there, there are different ways of playing but uh, yeah we put the patron in as miss smith said as a as a user request and if you want to if you want to give us money hey who are we I mean, not we will try us? and share our appreciation but not in a fufflebucks way not in a game way you said earlier that you've seen lots of films, I've four films. To, I've been to the cinema, yeah. Can, so, we, can we bang through those quickly? Let's bang through them quite quickly. So the first one I think is some people. To... Some people might want to know what the results are. We, yeah, no, no, everyone's like going to go, <laughs> skip, 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 plus 15, plus 15, plus 15. So I've been to see four films. Yes. So I went to see a surprise one. Ooh. So because I, so I have a, an all-you-can-eat pass from my local cinema, which is really good, by the way, because you, you pay, effectively you pay like for one and a half cinema tickets, and it gives you... You can just go as many times as you like. Wow. So, I, so I usually go like in the evenings and I yeah. usually go on my own, which I'm, I see I'm old enough now. I can go to the cinema on my own. I'm over, I'm over that mental thing now <laughs> where I can just sit. Because if you think about it, if you go to the cinema on your own, if you need to go with somebody else, you walk in, you have a quick chat during the trailers. You say nothing for two and a half hours. You leave in darkness and no one even knows that you're on your own. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going off on one. So my surprise film was a film called Queen and Slim. I have no idea we never talked about it in the trailers we podcast. Didn't, we didn't cover it. It just it just went under the radar. Now, this has already been released in the US. Is this, a, is this like a sequel to Bohemian Rhapsody? No. No. Okay. No, not at all. Right. So this film is actually a really, it's a really slow burner, almost goes nowhere, does nothing Ooh. film. But it's not quite. So it's about, it starts off, no titles, nothing on it. There's a couple and they're on a blind date and it's not going particularly well. He's, she's a bit meh, he's a bit fur. He gives her a lift home, at which point they get pulled over by a cop. Mm. And the crime that they have is DWB, which people might know is driving, driving. while black. Ah. So <laughs> like, the, the, okay. the cop is, is, pre, is predisposed to uh, basically giving them a hard time. Right. It goes quite badly. The cop gets killed, arguably in self-defense. And now we're into a road movie where these two people must now get from one side of the country to the other so they can get in a plane and get the hell out of Dodge before they get caught by the cops. Whoa. This film is not Bonnie and Clyde. Right. People go, oh, it's like a modern day... It's not Bonnie and Clyde. They don't go on a crime spree across. They basically... They have... They have yes, they've committed a crime, but... In self-defense, yeah. except and the, it's, the legal system is not going to... Uh, exactly. And, there's a, yeah. and obviously the whole film is a commentary on that. And then mm. they travel from, from here to here, meeting people along the way, changing cars and, and creating a bit of a movement behind them. Right. Um, this is a really good film. Mm. This film will, it has done 
and will continue to do very well in the US. And I think it'll probably get some award nods because it is a, is a very good... It, there's no... Ex, I don't think at any point there's an exploding helicopter. Hmm. Um, I don't think at any point anyone comes back in time or anything like that. It, it's, 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 a, it's a road movie with an interesting message, which is really good. Hmm. It comes out in the, U, in the UK at the end of January. And I don't think it will resonate quite as much in, in hmm. the UK as, as it was in the US. But great film. Really good film. Hmm. The Anyone was, in it who I'd know? Or is it sort of a, an unknown cast? Uh, but bearing in mind that I know almost no one. So you, 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 you could just say some names and I'll be like, oh, really? Well, the only person that you'd probably recognise in it is um, a guy called, and I'm going to mess this guy's name up, is Daniel Kaluuya, mm-hmm. who is a British actor. But I didn't realise his American accent's really, really good. But he's been, he? in, he's been in lots of random BBC stuff. He was also in Black Panther, but... Ah. Um, and you're looking him up now, right? I'm looking him up. Oh, he was in Get Out. Yes, he was in Get Out, ah, yes. Well, I didn't see, I haven't I seen Get him. Out. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah you're to... right. He used to be on stuff in the BBC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, nice. so he's in it. Yeah. And there's a few other people in it who you'll recognise from other things, but no big uh-huh. stars. It's uh-huh. it's it's not I mean, the reason we didn't cover it for the trailers is it's not gonna set but, the world like, on worth, fire. Worth picking NFL. up when it arrives on a streaming platform. It's a good choice. it's a good film. It is yeah. a it is a good film. The thing that annoyed me about it though is that because it's a surprise film, it came on, a lot of people just kinda of went, mm, watching this and walked out. Because mm. I think they thought they were hoping it was gonna be oh, oh, you or mean Star it's like a su- you mean a surprise I literally surpri- didn't oh, know like what a, the film te- was gonna be until I walked in. It wasn't even a test screening, it was just a preview. It was a random surprise preview. So you just just turn up and you go right what could okay. be so i thought it was going to be jumanji and i was like oh, i'm looking forward to this and then this came on and i'm like oh what's this but a lot of people kind of went oh, boring but i went no stick with it good film anyway all right film one. one film number two film number two i'm gonna to have to do this okay star wars right i've seen star wars you've seen star wars the entire world's seen star wars i for me by no means perfect but there were bits in it i liked but for me i'm glad it's over because i'm now not going to watch any more Star Wars content. I've I've seen it to a point where it finishes and then I'm done. So right. the next Star Wars film that comes out, don't care. The next Star Wars series that comes out, don't care. I'm fine. I'm done. I'm over. Um, it was, it annoyed me because they could have done so much with it and they didn't. They didn't, it, it lacked what the Spanish would say, cojones. <laughs> okay. So, Okay, so if you've if you haven't seen Star Wars yet, tough. I'm going to spoil it anyway. Spoiler alert! No, Spoiler because, alert. no, come on. I mean, <laughs> exactly. if you haven't seen Star Wars yet, seriously, man, it's been four weeks. Yeah. Okay, they they kill off Chewbacca. Yes. And then they go, oh, it didn't explode, and you go, well, hang on, it wasn't either. Oh no, it was different. And you go, oh, come on, you could have it involved a couple of bit of character development and actually seen it through. Yeah. They. I didn't like that. No. Because they didn't see it through. But also, exactly. it's like, if that's the way you're going to die, that's a rubbish way to die. No, but that's the whole point, though. It's right. war. It's, ah, it's, okay. it's okay. But Star Wars is not like that. No, but it's supposed to be peril. They right. then... Yeah. They then the only they hit way, the undo button. The right? o- yes, the only way of, of advancing the plot with the MacGuffin is to wipe out C-3PO. And then they specifically say that he doesn't have a backup. 
So you're going to wipe his memory. Well, they go go that R2 might have one, but his storage is a bit rubbish. (laughs) But they they kind of imply that he's going to be wiped out, which is a bit of a poignant moment because he's been... They make a real serious thing of it. it. And he's been with us for the whole time. He's the only one that's, with the exception of him and R2, the only ones who've come all the way through the series with us. And having him wiped out, it's like, oh my God, I feel like... And then they go, oh, hang on, look. Oh no, thumb drive, zap, he's fine. And you go, oh guys, you could have seen it through. Come on. Yeah, that annoyed me. They introduce a a female love interest for Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. She is gives right. him she gives him the only way of getting off the planet. Yes. They then blow up the planet yep. and she somehow manages to survive and you go, "Oh, come on guys, you could have seen it through. You could have given us a sense of loss." That's because a whole spin-off when you, movie. That's a spin-off movie they haven't filmed when, yet, right? When you lose things as a character, if things happen to you during the course of the plot, you do something which people who are professional screenwriters called develop Mm. and they didn't develop and the other thing that really annoyed me was the MacGuffin Mm. they had to go find a magic special daggery thing that would point to the location now I quite like MacGuffins especially when you stick them on a big pole and they shine through the sun and they point out where the thing is buried that's a good with a John Williams score right over the top don't look Marion don't look that's quite that's done really well but this MacGuffin it was an ancient dagger which then had to be lined up with a arguably what a 30 year old shipwreck yeah and then you had to line up the jaggedy bit and then it would come, the thing would come out of the handle and point to where the other doohickey was. And you went, hang on a second, how does that go? Maybe they modded it. Maybe it was like, oh, they took the original knife but it just, but and they added the... But the, the, the problem the is, is and, and these, and there's probably, there's, there are other people online who probably are going through like the 900 things that are the worst mixed Star Wars ever. And I'm not going to go into it, but those, those kind of four points, mm. and you sit there and you go, come on guys, you you could have, you could have done better. If you're going to, but if you're gonna go, oh, we killed you back off, have you? No, no, we haven't. Oh, we're gonna reset C3PO, have you though? No, no, we're gonna bring back. Oh, we're gonna introduce a girl, and then she's gonna give me all about the planet, and then we're gonna blow the planet up. She's gonna be died. Is she dead though? No, no, no she's not. And you kind of go, well, you've, you, you kind of dangle mm. it, and then you just get rid of it, and it's for, just lazy. For all those problems, I still actually like the ending. I still, at the end, was and like, it's, I'm happy where it finished. It's fine but maybe maybe i'm like you it's like i'm happy that it has finished yes. <laughs> it was fine but the thing was is it could have yeah, been it, it could right, have yeah. been better yeah fine that that that's exactly fine. it it's like it's not perfect it's but not, I'm not bad i'm not it's not cross good it. <laughs> it's fine yeah it's it's a c it's a c minus a solid seven out of ten it's a solid Five out of ten <laughs> right. on the grounds that it's right in the middle. It yeah. played it safe. It spent the first ah, half an hour. And I think that's it, it, pl- isn't it. It spent the first half an hour undoing all of the stuff from the second movie <laughs> and then tried to just race to so, the finish. Would you so they brought JJ Abrams back in, right? Because they're like, whoa, we didn't yeah. like that reaction. Is there a parallel universe where they let they didn't do that? There is. And and is there a better is there, there a, is. is there a Ryan Johnson? third film or something else i'll tell you what there's a parallel universe where twitter doesn't exist (laughs) and in that universe ryan johnson would have got to do it properly or someone else would have been equally interesting it would have been a different film they they brought in the beigest person in the world to finish what is arguably the lens they didn't they didn't use chris columbus they use Chris Columbus, then I then I would take the beigest. <laughs> they brought in. They brought in a, a. They went. They went too safe. A quote unquote safe pair of hands. The first. The yeah. first film was a remake. Yeah. And there's no getting around that. The second film, like it or love it, was a significant departure. And the mm. third film was a 
was a massive course correction. I, I did hear people, someone describe it. It's, it's as if you've there's a trilogy of movies, and the first and the third, and you've basically got to ignore the middle section. Yeah. It's like the first, those, the first two, the first and the third movies together is one sequence, yeah. and then there's a bit in the middle that you just like. You could, this you is could, not. This is not the second film you're you looking for. You can literally. <laughs> all you need to say for the second movie is Luke turns up and dies at the end. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and you go you could do it in an opening crawl yeah you, in, the, in the big yellow letters no, but that's it. what else happened in the second film that's mm. all that's all relevance luke yeah. turns up and dies it at the is end. Uh, another th- okay now now i'm ragging on it okay sorry they, uh, sorry by the way yeah sorry. rose's character was completely, completely. sidelined no, she's totally. like just go fix that ship yeah you and, go over there quiet, you go quiet. over there we're gonna yeah. go and fly off the million falcon yeah she should be a general yes on the standard uh promotion scheme of um, uh, Star Wars, it's it's uh, you're a farmer, yes, followed by a pilot, yes, followed by a general. Yes. That's that's, that's, that's your that's your progression. Oh, that's can I, that's can, your development. Can can I say one more thing? One more thing, and then I promise I'm going to go okay. throw an interstitial in, and then we're going to move on because otherwise I'm going to start ranting. But space horses, <laughs> space horses. Oh no! Quick, target the speeders. The Nolan speeders. No. By that point, no, no, no. no. The thing is, no, no, I know. I had got to a point where I had happily suspended disbelief enough at that point that it that washed over me. I'd sort of like I'd stopped trying to rationalise. You have to take you to enjoy that film. You have to disengage. You have to you have to take a Fast and Furious approach to it. Yeah, I'm, but you I'm, shouldn't have to, though. That's the I know, point. Yeah, that's the disappointing thing. That's the but disappointment if you can stuff, take, if you can, it down. If you can take that position, then you'll enjoy the movie for what yeah. it is. But you, I think that's the way you need to approach this I, movie. And, that's and probably future Star Wars movies. Yeah. You won't have to because you're not going to watch them, but I might yeah. be. Although yeah. I, I'm hearing good things about The Mandalorian. Hmm. Right, we spent too long on Star Wars. I need to need to speed things up here. Okay. I also went and saw Spies in Disguise with Little Beer yesterday. Right, Spies in Disguise is Will Smith as suave action hero, Tom Holland as his his not Hollander, Q. no Tom Holland. Tom Holland as his Q. Ben Mendelsohn is the bad guy. Oh, but but twist, he's doing his normal accent. Oh my goodness, um, which is which is Australian. Australian? Yes, right. um, yeah. So um, it's yeah, it's it's. It's a spy movie. It's mm. he's a super suave spy with a tuxedo and gadgets and everything, and then um, gets sent down. It's, sorry, first of all, cartoon. Mm. Sorry. Ah, oh, okay. Because I'm about to say the weird thing. He gets blamed for a crime he didn't commit. He goes on the run. He goes and finds recently fired tech nerd played by Tom Holland, and through a series of misfortunate or unfortunate events, gets turned into a pigeon. <laughs> Okay, that was very standard until the until last Pigeon. word. Yeah. Um, so this is actually based on a short film called Pigeon Impossible, which, by the way, which, by the way, is a better title than Spies oh in Disguise. Goodness. They should have gone with Pigeon Impossible, but I'm guessing the lawyers went, no! Um, it's, a, it's actually, it's very funny. Um, Karen Gillan's in it with a Scottish accent. Excellent. Do um, her. Uh, Rashida Real Jones accent. is in it as the the person who's been tasked with bringing in Will Smith. Will Smith is just Will Smith. He looks mm-hmm. like Will Smith. He sounds like Will Smith. That's obviously, fine. Obviously, not when he's a pigeon, because <laughs> that's weird. Um, it's a, it's good. It's, it's got a real Incredibles vibe to it. Right. So, in I, a, the, but that, but in for a good you, way. that sells it's it. Great. Right. So, The Incredibles is is both 
the one of the best Bond movies ever made and one of the and the best Fantastic Four movie ever made, even though it's neither of those things. Um, Spies in Disguise just ticks along. Um, there's explosions, there's comedy, there's some funny bits, there's pigeons, um, there's gadgets. It's it's a good film, and I I saw it obviously with with little B who's seven years old, and she really enjoyed it, and. And it's the kind of, it's not the kind of film that we go and see, mm. but I'm now, you're out of the zone now, but I'm mm. in the zone where I have to go and see these films. And yes. I had to go and see Frozen. Oh, I saw Frozen 2 as well. It's not bad. Um, I go and see these films and this is actually quite good. It's quite right. a good film. So it's not one where you're falling asleep or what, no. checking your watch oh, every five minutes. Exactly, exactly. That's good. Um, but yeah, so it's actually quite a good film. It's mm. just come out here, mm-hmm. um, which is just kind of at the end of the whole the holiday period. Um, I think it'll stick around for quite a while. Um it's got voice cast in it, so I'm not sure how that's going to work because it's going to click over, but... Okay, that's a question. Oh, God, oh. now I need to think about that. Yeah, It'll okay. probably... Films released in 2019 will continue to voice score at the 10%. Right. That's important. Yeah. That's important, people. So, yeah, be aware of that. It's a good thing that we thought this through thoroughly before said, we enacted said, it. Said Smith, why waving front... Why, what, why are you sending me to... Oh... Oh right, they're offensive hand gestures. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. Um, yeah, but no, it's actually it's a it's a good film. It's worth a, it's worth a look if you if you you probably won't see it, but if you see it on a plane or something, it's it is a mildly diverting. It's tight at eighty something minutes. Oh, it gets good. to the point quickly. It's funny and uh, and then gets it moves in, gets on. Out. Yeah, Fresh Pigeon of Bel Air. Fresh Pigeon of Bel Air is also good. Yeah, I do like but, that. But yeah. Pigeon Impossible is like unbeatably good. Pigeon Impossible is yeah. a great title. But um, yeah, so it's really good. But yeah, good film. Uh, right. And then lastly, and I got to spend a little bit of time on this because there are a couple of things in this world that I will spend a lot of time on. And that is Guy Ritchie doing a London-based gangster heist ah, slash movie. Now, slash this would be The Gentleman this that we reviewed gentleman. literally not long ago. Look at the trailer and went, yeah. this looks really good. It's really good. <laughs> um, oh, cool! So it delivers. It's good. It's it's a it's Guy Ritchie doing what he should only do, right? Which is which uh, is do Aladdin? No, oh, Aladdin was actually all right, but he should only do films where you've got Sherlock people. Holmes? Yeah, I don't like the Sherlock Holmes oh, okay. movies. No, right, I don't right. think uh, the one with Donna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Legend of the Sword. No, so. Couple legend of, of the Legendary Sword. Legend of the Legendary Sword. Couple of things that are very good about this film. It is a good story. It's fun. It's got that snatch slash rock and roller slash lock stock because there's a couple of not quite as many converging plot lines that kind of move around and I'll get to the end. Um, it's all framed around uh, Hugh Grant, who A, is playing a scumbag nose uh bin surfing paparazzi journalist scum which if you know anything about <laughs> hugh grant will know that that's the one thing he hates the most in the world yeah people in um, the u.s might not understand but no, he is so a hugh bit grant, of a campaigner hugh, hugh grant went press. to war against what we refer to as, as the tabloids or the red tops and um, he's also doing a great voice so it's slightly slightly it's london something a bit like this it's it? slightly <laughs> london it's slightly camp and it's very funny um so he's telling a story to Charlie Hunnam, who is the kind of sidekick of um, massive, but also keeping everything on the down low drug lord, Matthew McConaughey, who is thankfully not doing a British accent. He's just Matthew McConaughey, but he's wearing a lot of tweed. Um, I'm saying nothing. 
and effectively it's all about um his operation because he is he is in the bush business which apparently is is no no it's about marijuana and he oh. is, it's all about him selling his interest and then the interest oh, he's, he's cashing out yeah and it's the interest that comes in while he's trying to sell his business and all the machinations around that right. and there's a whole plot um Colin Farrell turns up as a tank a tracksuit wearing um boxing coach in the right. role he was frankly born to play um <laughs> there are there are i now as you probably as again as you know i have a special place in my heart for colin farrell and if it comes to the movie of my life i want him to play it for only one reason because i think he can do the accent besides that he's very funny in this he turns up for exactly the right amount of time without being overly colin farrell and everything in it everyone turns up for their for their little everyone turns up sorry Colin you're being a bit too much of yourself can we have have 75% of yourself he turns up exactly the bits that you want there's there's one piece where he is um, providing an additional commentary on a video that he has he has produced that is (laughs) extremely funny and I laughed out loud in the cinema which I never do Mm, and in fact most of the cinema must be good most of the cinema started laughing as well and 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 yeah, and everyone has their moment. And Matthew McConaughey is, is just Matthew McConaughey in it. He's really good. Michelle Dockery's in it. Who, mm. is, who is the wife? Who isn't Downton Abbey? Who isn't not... playing the character I think she played in Downton Abbey? But bizarrely, I <laughs> well, also or maybe she is, and maybe you like Downton Abbey more than you thought. I think you need to go and see the gentleman, right. and then I think you need to let me know whether you <laughs> right, think okay. that is a thing. Downton Abbey's full of like geezers. It really is. <laughs> Not <laughs> weirdly, though, Michelle mm-hmm. Dockery wasn't the first choice. Apparently, she, no? she got flown in, so Kate Beckinsale was going to be in it Ooh. for like, but she dropped out like yeah. after two days of filming. I don't know why, and That's I don't know what the story strange. is on that. Strange, but yeah. Michelle Dockery's really good on it, and um, right. Jeremy Strong's in it. Who you probably, I don't know if you Mark watched Strong, no, Jeremy Strong, who is who could be if Jeremy Strong and Mark Strong in the same film at the same time, I'm in. But Jeremy Strong is basically is the American version of Mark Strong. Uh-huh. He is he was in um The Big Short, which I really loved. You all know Ooh, this. Yes. He was also in a he's also stars in a TV show called Succession. Right, which yeah. I have heard of, but have yes. not seen. Anyway, a lot of people turn up. Eddie Marsden's in it, obviously, Ooh, because Eddie Marsden's nice. contractually applied to be in it. It's a very, very good film. But unfortunately, here's my problem. I went mm-hmm. and saw it, really liked it, came home. Mrs. B, because I'm going on the cinema at the moment. Mrs. B goes, watching the film? Because goes, oh, it's really good. He goes, oh, who's in it? And I said, oh, oh, Hugh Grant's in it and Matthew McConaughey and that guy from Succession. Oh, Joe, yeah, guys from Session. And Colin Farrell. And, and it's really funny and it's really good. And she's like, oh, okay, I quite want to see that already. So guess what I'm doing tonight? I'm going to go see it again. Nice. <laughs> so I'm going to go see it again tonight. <laughs> so I'm seeing it again tonight now. Um, but it is, yeah, it's good. It's, yeah. it's if you like Lockstock, and you like Snatch, and I like Rock and Roller, I don't care what anyone else says, I really like Rock and Roller, then it's, it's more Rock and Roller than it is Lockstock. Right. So if you like, if you like your, um... oh, I'm blanking. What's the director? Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie, come on, man. <laughs> if you like your Guy Ritchie gangster movies, this is another strong Guy Ritchie gangster movie. It's a great film. Right. Um, Hugh, Hugh Grant is great in it. Um, and I think he's, he's having a renaissance because mm. he did Paddington 2 not a reconnaissance that's not, already no, happened that's already happened um, Matthew McConaughey is just is, he's not phoning it in but he's just being Matthew McConaughey in it. Right. everyone else is is doing something a little bit different but mm. it's good Henry Golding's in it mm. um, as a gangster and he's really funny as well 
because you think he's going to be one way and he's not. But the whole thing's being framed as a pitch mm. for a, a. So Hugh Grant is pitching it as a as a story, but the story isn't true. So he's an unreliable narrator. So uh, occasionally he'll okay. go, and then this happens. He goes, well, that's actually not strictly true is it and he goes fine okay i'm just trying to be you know a little bit more dramatic about this thing but yeah okay what actually happened was this and it kind of rewinds uh, okay. and then it comes back again yeah. so it's it's good worth a watch go and see it i think it'll do very well uh both sides of the pond once star wars clears i think it'll stay in the top five for a little bit it's one of those kind of slow burners yeah um everyone in is relatively expensive charlie hunnam's probably the best pick for that because he's relatively cheap and he's also mm. in it a lot mm. matthew mcconaughey's the star but everyone it's, else it's is sort of been and gone uh, from a game point of um, view. It came out New Year's Day. Okay. So oh, okay. it's only... So if you're listening to this the day the podcast drops, which you is could today... You could catching it you could, for the you'll catch weekend. It, you'll right. catch it for the weekend. So actually, it's oh, not so it's had like late. a long opening weekend, so it might come in at the top it might, of the UK chart. Uh, I think Star Wars will still beat it, maybe, but it, it, it might actually do it, though, because, right. um, yeah, it's a good film. So, okay. yeah, definitely worth a watch. So analysis-wise, we got loads to cover on who the top earners were and the best film and blah, 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 blah. Most but popular stars. Most popular stuff, stars. Yeah. But we're going to do that next month on the podcast. Just for time, because this Just podcast got long so we already. Need to, so we pushed the scores through. The particularly keen-eyed and especially the guys on Discord have already gone, ooh, ooh, scores are up, scores are up. So we need yeah. to do... So So the first question is this. Uh, did you break the top 10, Mr. Smith? Uh, let's have a look. Yes! <laughs> oh, how close. Oh, wow. Um, yes. Yes, I did. Okay. I was really worried I was going to be bumped out of okay. the top 10. Now, I hate Because to break... I made top 10 last year and I was like, yes. And, okay. and this year, uh, I, yes. I, yeah, I've got bad news for you. Okay. Yours doesn't count. What? So who scored 11? Okay. Uh, that would be Smeeze Me. Smeeze Me. I have to say as if I'm uh, Crichton from... Uh, from Red Dwarf, because it sounds like him swearing. Smeeze me. Smeeze me. Uh, okay, so Smeeze me comes in at number 11. You yes. come in at number 10. Yes. Okay, let's go for it then. Shall I, shall I give us a countdown? Let's give us a countdown. Number nine huh? is uh, Erebos 1. Uh, um, are we going to read out uh, how much one. people have made, or are we just going to give it I think order? we should go. everyone's north of a billion Fufflebox. Everyone made over a billion. Everyone in the top 10. Wow. In fact, everyone in the top 11. Uh, made uh, a okay, billion so bucks. I think we need to go with their final uh, their final film title as well because okay. sometimes because obviously because we've had to go through a lot of film titles because people are changing them regularly some people are sticking with their films and some people are rotating them around or changing them over so uh, Erebos 1 comes in with obviously Star Wars Jumanji <laughs> which which clearly shows that, that they just they just went for it at the last thing uh, uh, but that's the title the title is obviously Star Wars Jumanji not Obviously, their title no, is Star Wars Jumanji. It's literally, it's, it's, obviously, it's obviously the title is... Yeah, 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 and, yeah, they, and, okay. and Erebus 1 came in with just over 1 billion Fuffle Bucks. Yes. So, number 8? Very close. There was only... Le- there was barely 2 million Fuffle Bucks between them. Number 8, we have Michael. Michael with, with Blackheart. Blackheart, okay. And then, next at number 7, we have Mike Range, who came in at 1.2. Two, two billion Fuffle Bucks with every day we're Fuffling. Every day we're, we're fuffling. fuffling. I think, like it. To be honest with you, I'd have dropped the we, I'd have gone we Fuffling. Every day we Fuffling. <laughs> but that's just me. So that's just the thing for you, Mike, if you're listening. Thanks very much. So number seven. So number six. Patrick. 1.25 billion. Ooh, that's very close again. Last Hope. <gasps> Not 
New Hope, Last Hope, Last which Hope. Is pretty much, pretty much what how I, you want. Pretty right? much how I feel about yep. the Star Wars film. Yep. And then at number five, we've got M eighty four, who another came long-time in, player, another long time player, who came in at one point three billion fuffle bucks with Secret Life of a Nightmare Taxi Driver. Now that looks like a generated fuffle thing. Now yes. we've made some changes, <gasps> though, haven't we? We forgot to say this earlier. We yes. made some changes. We've, so we have we have upgraded the title generator. It now has like a billion squillion different options. So that it can generate. the title generator isn't used by a lot of people, but. If you're just having it's a moment, it's used by M84. But it's used by it's used by someone who came in at number five. So that's yeah. all we're saying. Um, but yeah, so that is actually quite a useful title generator, especially if you are changing on a weekly basis. Um, generally, they all follow a a pattern. If you manage to actually score Legend of the Legendary Legend, you are officially you win. You win the internet <laughs> for a week, but you have to push it. You have to do it honestly, and if you do, but I think the chances of you getting Legendary the Legendary Legend are like. A couple of million to one? Mm, okay. Maybe billions to one now. Is it now? God, I haven't okay. done the calculation. I'll, I'll come back next time and tell you how many okay. titles there are. So we're now so. into the top fives. M84 at number five. At number four? At number four, last year's winner, Ooh. Mitch Matthews. Hello, Mitch. 1.38 billion. Our final film was The Wicked Mitch of the West. Nice. Very good. Now, I, I'm noticing something about our top three. Mm. They've all got Patreon stars next to them. They do. If you were a cynical man, you might suggest that we were up perhaps. They were perhaps. <laughs> but I think this just shows the level of massive involvement that we have. Yes. In what is honestly, I think like the top 10 are all people who are really playing this game to win. And have played it for years. Yes. So uh, at number three is Paps a Million. Yes. Who is our first shout out, by the way. Our Paps a Million was our first patron who came in for this month yes so this is the paps a million sponsored podcast although unfortunately perhaps you've got to share it with uh, two others but paps a million came in at 1.4 billion so just a little bit ahead of mitch with luck in a bin which don't is ask a, me which is a no film i don't want to see no, no i don't want to see no. okay and then who we got number two number two kevin mcd kevin mcd 1.52 billion Ooh, nice. The good, the bad, and the fuffly. The good, the bad, and the fuffly. I'm liking, I'm liking the fuffle-related jokes in mm. this. And again, Kevin McDee is our, was our second patron of this month who's just yep. joined in. So, Kevin McDee, this is, podcast is dedicated to you. Sorry, I went a bit. Nice. 20 cents of DJ there. Right, and then I think, well, we kind of pretty much know who number one's going to be, but it's, it's going to be long-time player. But go on then. It is, at number one, DM Biggins. DM Biggins. 1.58 billion. He passed the one and a half billion. That's a bit. Well, mark. in fairness, so did Kevin as well. Yep. Um, Fufflebutt Wars. I came, I saw, I fuffled. Nice. He's double fuffled us. <laughs> Excellent. I believe yet uh, DM begins all of his film titles uh, uh, this uh, season were all Fufflebutt Wars something or other. Oh, right. Okay. He's going for a theme. I'm kind of interested. Yes. Um, he again. He is actually our third patron of this yes. month as well. So, um, so again, so the top three guys clearly they're all very keen players of the FFL, and clearly they are all very happy for us to continue. They really so want to see us. Thank keep you going, for yeah. your sponsorship. Yes, thank you um, very much. Really guys. appreciate that. It's um, as I said, it wasn't something that we were planning on doing, but um, it was actually perhaps a million's idea to to do it. So, um, so yeah. So the three of you. So very. Well done. Congratulations to Dean Biggs. What does he win? He wins nothing. Well, except... except dun, dun, dun. We are going to immortalise him as an emoji <gasps> on Discord. 
<laughs> so, um, <laughs> I think I, I think that we should let him have two. Two. Here's my here is my suggestion. I think that what is if, this? That if you give him, if you say a certain term on it, then you get a photograph of him. And I think if you do a fuffle emoji, I think it should be him as well for 2020. Okay. So if you want to do so, congratulations! And of course, he gets a, a, also a thing next to him on Discord. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, it says league past, winner, past winners, past uh, winner. There's a, there's so a Discord roll, past yes. winner. So, uh, so DM Biggins, you can if you want to supply us a photograph that we will emojify you. Is that a word? It is now yes, emojify is. you on our Discord group. Uh, keep it clean, though, mate. You know, family <laughs> show. The last thing we want now is to have lots of random swearing. In this, that would be terrible. Un- unlike unlike what happened last month, where we had a bit of a swear fest, a swear fest, which ironically was me swearing, but I was only paraphrasing you for swearing. But hopefully, I think it was only up for like an hour before we caught yes. it. So hopefully, not many people. So if you did hear some swearing and the kids asked you what that word means, I apologize. But yes, so 2019's winner is officially D M Biggins. But it's not. Because we've got the classic one and done league as well. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> we've got two games to announce. Let's go and have a well, look at who I the was playing, is. I was playing one and done. First of all, let's see where I came. I came 21st. Crap. 21st. 160 million Fuffle books. I broke even, but I'm not happy. I should have, I should have made better choices. I came 42nd. Oh, okay. That. So you beat me. Yes. Well done. Get in. All right. So who is our top... Ten. Now we don't have their player okay. titles here, so we've got our top ten. No, we we do have their names. So top ten, you've got. Uh, shall I just do a very quick run through? Yep. Uh, David Hit. A top ten. Congratulations, at number, David. Number nine, Patrick Monger. Yep. At number eight, uh, Metarian. who just just missed out on the top ten for the Did main indeed. league. Indeed. Yep. Number seven, uh, Gil Kunam. Gil Kunam, nice. Uh, number six, Voltan Hawkman. Now, now that, that can't be for, a real name. First That's of all, an awesome. First name. of all, Voltan. I'm loving the name. That is a great name. I reckon you need to be like a kite surfing neurosurgeon to have that name. But okay, sorry, go on. Okay, our top five. Uh, Sydney J. Musburger. Best, best producer awesome name, name ever. Number four, Gator MCD54. Gator McD. I think we know who that might I be. I think we know who that might yeah. be. That, that might be an extra person. Yes. Number three, Mike Range, OAD. So Mike Range, congratulations, Mike Range. You've managed to get in the top range, top for both of them, because yeah. you have done the thing that we talked about earlier on, which is just create a second account. Number two, M84, OAD. OAD, well played. Again, you can see the special counts. And at number one. With a margin of four billion or four million fuffle bucks between one and two. I said he hadn't won the league, but he has. He's got the clean sweep across both modes of the game. It's, it's DM Biggins DM again. DM Biggins again. <laughs> Epic play. I think we have a new heir to the throne. Uh, a new person to challenge for for a long, long time. Uh, we he's, had Mitch. He's 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 very very keen on this, isn't he? He 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 writes our weekly. He does uh, prediction on the what's going to be big in the UK blog posts. He is um, he is a force to be reckoned with. He is well played. But I well hear, played, Mister Biggins. I hear uh, Mitch may be coming back, I fighting think, I think, to reclaim the crown in twenty twenty. In in fairness, though, people who've been who've been watching on the Discord, I still Mitch needs a special mention for basically pulling one of the greatest things I've ever seen <laughs> on a discussion group. I always sort of have a. I now have to like try and work out whose name I'm saying exactly. because of this. So so Mitch managed to basically be two people at once on Discord. Um, 
and um, last year got the one two and got the one two and he no got one noticed. first and second position um it was phenomenal um so yeah so well done to everyone who played the game um if you didn't do well then hey sorry um there's a new year try new again year. i think everyone everyone no one crashed out too badly though i think everyone managed to actually i came 50th in the all season but i wasn't playing i was only playing one undone this year so actually that's pretty reasonable it's not bad. Uh, question result. is though do i play to win this time around conflict of interest oh you reckon mm, mm, i don't know Oh, no. Maybe I'll do the casting and you do the playing because this year I was playing for keeps and just about squeezed into the top ten, ish. Or I could take a leaf out of Mitch's book. Oh, and playing secret. <gasps> Interesting. Mm. We're back in two weeks' time with the Trailers podcast. You can find us on the Discord group, which is the best way of getting a hold of us. You can use the Quite frankly, now, because we're in the 2020s, the old-fashioned email, I'm at mrvirch at fantasyfilmleague.com. The fairly old-fashioned Twitter. Fairly old-fashioned Twitter, which you can find us on uh, at, at the, the FFL, FFL. Um, which is generally where I tend to hang out now. Um, thank you again to our patrons, our new patrons for, for this month. So, Paps a Million, Kevin McDee, and DM Biggins, who have all sponsored us for a thank little you, bit of money you, every you. month. Um, which helps us keep the lights on. So thanks for that. If you would like to uh, sponsor us, you will find us on the Patreon page, which uh, is linked from the main page. Yep. Um, we're going to also be doing a little bit more on uh, Twitter and social and putting out a bit more content uh, as we go along. As I said, the Patreon stuff is going to have a little bit extra content for people, but uh, Ooh, just behind the if scenes you're on stuff. Twitter, If you're on Twitter and you see us tweeting about the new season, please retweet it. Yeah. Let, please tell your, your mates, friends. This is the point. This is the best point to start playing the game. Yes. I've, I have a few... Um, because I... Uh, because of the nature of what I do, God, I need to tell you what I did for a living there. Because of the nature of what I do for a living, um, I've picked up a few like-minded individuals who started to play at the end of the year just to kind of get their head around it. And I think if he's listening, he knows who he is. And I think this is the man to watch for 2020 because Mm. he is very serious about this already. Um, And yeah, so if you've got, I said, if you want to do a little league, you want to get your mates involved, drag him in. You don't have to start at January 1st, but if if you're playing to win, then uh, now's you, the time. Now's the time to jump so, in. So yeah, please use all of the socials. Yeah, let tell everyone all know. of the people you know um, that we're going. And that's... yeah, and I think the other two, the other big event is that we're still. I'm still toying with the idea of doing a special FFL slash birthday screening of a few good men in March. Um, mm. If you are based in the UK, you're very welcome to come along. Um, that's it. We're back in two weeks' time. For the mm-hmm. Trailers podcast. Um, yep. and, and then, then another two weeks and we'll be back with like all the stats from 2019. All the stats. Everything we need to know. All the bits. Who you should have picked. Who you shouldn't have picked. Biggest earner. Biggest loser. Who was favourite. Who was least favourite. Yeah. No, that's the thing we can do. We can look at the popularity. Also, I I want to see if anyone... I took a sneak early peek and there were some interesting, interesting things choices. in there. I Also, we've, we've peppered a... F- couple of hidden trophies around which are mainly cast based i'd be very some interested new to trophies see. for 2020 i'd be very interested to see if anyone tripped over those ones but um we shall see mm. and then yeah and we'll see you in two weeks time yeah so until then toodle pip toodle pip <laughs>